at JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with storewide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Hi guys, Dr. Wendy Dearborn is in the house. Hi guys, hi guys, hi guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of You and the Laws of Attraction. Well guys, today is um, actually Sunday. Yeah, we're getting a twofer today. Today is Sunday the 12th of September 2001 and the hour is approximately 11.30 a.m. Well, I just finished the recording about uh, you and the laws of attraction or the laws of attraction and what you need to know. And one of the things that occurred to me is that I didn't, there, there was something that I didn't address. So I actually want to address that. And so for those of you who are listening to this particular podcast first, my name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I am a choice and laws of attraction expert. What does that mean? I assist and support you in understanding the power, the power of your life and that you can have over your life by making conscious choices by making conscious choices and as the laws of attraction go most people speak about the law of attraction it's important to understand that it is the laws it's not just the law of attraction the law of attraction is part of the laws of attraction and even that the law of attraction is actually made up of a bundle of laws well all of that has been covered in previous podcasts and what I actually want to address is is simply this as I was reading the synopsis as I was reading uh, actually writing the short synopsis for for Uh, episode number six one of the things that I came across was that I spoke about turning the universal laws on and off and I realized I didn't actually address that specifically or at least I don't think I did specifically in episode six of you uh, the laws of attraction what you need to know So in order to use the universal law of attraction, it's really important that we understand that the universal laws of attraction are actually unseen energetic frequencies that are tools. We come here, we come into this life with them, okay? And in order to use them, first you need to know how to turn them on and off. Now, as I said in episode six of, you know, the laws of attraction, what you need to know, 
As I've said in that episode, most people don't understand that through their spoken word, whether they speak out aloud, whether it's audible and or not through their spoken word, they are actually creating laws for themselves. Okay. Now, how you actually turn the laws on and off is through the power of your spoken word. Now, whether you believe in what you are saying and or not is irrelevant. So guys, for those of you who are just tuning in to this, I always do this. Yeah, you can ring my bell. I always ring a bell when there is something that I think is really important that people need to hear. Okay. So take into consideration, I've just rung the bell. In order for you to use the laws consciously, to use the laws, you need to be able to turn them on on and off. Now, what is the on mechanism and what is the off mechanism? Well, this mechanism for turning the universal laws of attraction on and off is simply the power of your word. You see, if you don't have a word, if you don't have a thought, which is a um, a thought which really and truly is an image that you have given words to, an image that you have put word to. So if you don't have a word, if you don't have a word or a thought, if you will, the universal law or the universal laws will not switch on and they won't switch off. In actual fact, the universal laws are dormant until you activate them. And they are activated by your words. By your feelings, your feelings, in order to communicate your feelings, that you have to uh, convert that into words. In, uh, and in order to, mm, in order to, con- to communicate, in order to communicate, there needs to be within you a level of understanding, i.e. I see a picture of a bottle. I need to have the understanding that it is a bottle. And from there I can go to it's glass, it's brass, it's plastic, it's whatever. It's clear, it's transparent, what have you. But I need to understand it's a bottle in order to first communicate what it is that I am seeing. All right. And guys, that that's a real, mm, how should I say? I'm using that, I'm saying that in a real broad stroke. But that being said, in order to turn the, the, or invoke, this is what I mean by invoke, in order to invoke, to turn on the, and off the universal laws, you first need a word. Abracadabra, it's like that sort of thing. You first need a word. Then you need to understand what it is 
that you are wanting. You see, what you want will denote the word that you use that denotes the universal law that m goes forth to the point of creation. So that which you say that you want can be made manifest or can be um, demonstrated or it, it can be uh, the answer to your prayer. It can be the blessing experienced and received. Okay, so you need to know what you want. Now, what is the power source needed once again to make this tool operational? It is the vibrational frequency of your word that actually interlocks or latches onto the vibrational frequency of the specific universal law. Okay? So it's about the vibrational frequency and those frequencies being in alignment. That is the power needed to make the tool operational. Once again, as I have said um, a couple of times, what? In the last six podcasts, at any rate, in order to um, become a master, you will need to practice and to practice utilizing your skill level with the power of your word. And I know there are several podcasts in my um, catalog where, you know, I've spoken about the universal laws. I've spoken about the universal laws of um, the, excuse me, um, not just the universal laws. Sorry, guys, I've got sidetracked. I have spoken about the power of your spoken word. You are your word made manifest. Look in the mirror and realize that whatever you see looking back at you, when you look around your home or wherever you are, whatever you see looking back at you, when you look at your job, your relationships, your health, anything, your wealth, whatever it is, your spirituality, wherever it is and whatever it is, what you see reflected back to you on that screen of space that you fill is your word made manifest or your word that has become flesh. Your word that has returned to you because your words will not and cannot return to you void. That is God's law. And that is a governing law for the universal laws. They're dormant until you invoke them. They are dormant until you turn them on. You flip that switch with the word with your word and they're ready to go actually they're already going this is why as I said in episode 6 it's vitally important that you check how you speak to yourself internally 
it's vitally important that you check how you express yourself externally or audibly. It's also vitally important that how you are thinking internally and how you express yourself externally are in alignment and that it's authentic. I.e., don't think one thing and having this conversation and do something else. Like being around people and in your head, you're like, oh, I can't stand being around these people. God, I hate da 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 da. And you're like, hey, baby, how you doing? You know how confusing that is? And not only that, it creates confusion. You actually invoke the universal law of chaos. You will invoke the universal law of chaos, the universal law of of, all, all sorts of laws. And then you wonder why your life is chaotic. You wonder why the manifestations in your life are reflective of you having a double mind or of you having, having, um, uh, of you having, really and truly, it's not nice to be like that. Between me and you, it's not nice to be like that. Okay? And so you wonder why your life unfolds the way that it does. Well, it's unfolding the way that it is because it's the way that you are. The universal laws can only respond to you. The universal laws can only do what you dictate them to do. And you will dictate that by your spoken word. Now, you may say something and and true, true, true to form for me. Even when I'm joking, I'm very conscious of what I'm saying. Being conscious of the words that come out of my mouth has become second nature to me. There are times that I might just pop off at the mouth and it's like, wow, really, Wendy? Did you really do that? And then I'll course correct. I said that, I'll own it. I said that. What I'm saying now is, and then I become very clear on what it is that I'm saying. But it's vitally important that you are very conscious of what you say, even in jest. In episode six, I spoke about colloquialisms. You know, and these these terms, you know, these hip terms that people use and these slang terms that people use. These are very detrimental, very detrimental to our health. They're very detrimental to our wealth. They're very detrimental to our spiritual growth and evolution. They're they're detrimental. What turns your, um, what turns the universal law and the universal laws on and off are your words. The songs that you sing, the songs that you sing. Listen, you cannot, you cannot systematically always listen to music that is negatively charged you know my woman left me she took the kids and the dog I'm all alone you you know if you listen to that and that is the song that you sing that becomes your mantra that guess what's gonna happen in your life 
Maybe the old lady won't leave you um, with the kids and the dog. They might not physically leave, but they might be gone. You might be ostracized and alone in your own home and you don't realize it's based upon what it is that you are listening to and there's nothing wrong with the blues I like the blues but do I listen to that exclusively no I don't you know do do the, no because I realize the power of the word and how mm, and how it how it impresses you and what it impresses upon you is something that you can take up subconsciously and then you manifest and then you don't understand why your life is turning out the way that it is turning out you don't understand why things are happening the way in which they are happening but all you do know is that they are happening okay guys in speaking about the power of the spoken word, I, I'm, I'm going to get a little biblical on you here, okay? I'm going to go to Isaiah 55 verse 11. And this is from the New King James Version. We've got the Old King James Version too, but the New King um, James ver Version, all right? And so shall my word be that go forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Your word will not return to you void. It just won't. Matthew 24:35 Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will never pass away. Do you understand the power of that? Do you understand the power of that? That things in life will pass away. Things in life will pass away but the words that come out of your mouth are forever do you realize that the words that come out of your mouth actually mold who you are and I'm not talking about your body I'm talking about your the spiritual essence of who you are I'm talking about your spiritual DNA your physical DNA will pass away but the words that you speak will never ever ever pass away because you the spiritual essence of you will never die energy cannot be destroyed and you are God's energy. You cannot be destroyed. You can only be moved into form and out of form. Into form and out of form. It's important, guys, to understand. Again, I'm going to, to, to go 
to the biblical side of things. And it's important to understand that by your word, by your word, you will be justified. And by your word, you will be condemned. Don't you understand, guys? Or hopefully you do understand that it is your word, not my word. My word cannot condemn you unless you take my word and you own it. Unless you take my word and, and you make it yours. Okay, guys, look. What, what I was just speaking about came from Matthew... Matthew... What am I at? Matthew 12, um, 36... Uh, Matthew 12 verse 36 and literally 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 guys it says but I shall say unto you that every idle word that man that man shall speak they shall give an account thereof in judgment day okay guys and this is how powerful your word your words are. Okay? And so same same verse Matthew Matthew uh 12 uh 37. It says and this is King James Bible. It says for by thou for by thy thy words thou shalt be justified and by thou words by thy words thou shalt be condemned. And Guys, we do this all the time. We do this all the time. Proverbs 18, Proverbs 18 uh, verse 21 says, Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. <laughs> you hear that? Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Guys, what this is saying, what this is literally saying is that through your spoken word, through your spoken word, you create and or destroy. It's not rocket science. And we are the ones who judge ourselves we are the ones who will call self to task we are the ones I had said in um oh let me do this first guys because I'm gonna segue into something else oh the girl's not even mad is it never mind um look I said in in chapter in episode six that I realized how powerful my words were when I literally spoke it into being that I couldn't stand and I literally spoke it into being that I I couldn't hold food down it would literally make me I, I just couldn't right um and that led to a near-death experience and yada 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 I learnt from that how powerful my words are. I learnt from that that I have the mechanism to turn on and off 
the universal laws. It is me who has that mechanism. It is me based on my, my, my thoughts, based on my words and based on my belief. And one of the things that I did say, and I need to reiterate is, you don't have to believe the word. You just have to say enough that the universe says, okay, this is where they're going. And this, as I spoke in episode six, is where blocks come up. And these blocks come up for a reason. These blocks come up to assist and support you in course correcting, if you will. They come up as a way of showing you the direction that you need to go in. Your words are powerful. Your words have the ability to... Your words are so powerful that they can cut somebody and they cut them deep. Now, a deep cut is a physical cut. A killing blow, a killing blow is when you cut the soul or when you attempt to cut the soul. And this is what words do. Words can annihilate somebody. They can annihilate somebody. Words, the power behind a word can bring somebody to their knees. Words can paralyze somebody. And by the same token, the reverse is true. Words can heal. Words can support. Words can lift up. Words can empower. Words can do that and more. Actually, everything is predicated on the word, your word, everything. Keeping in biblical format, uh, King James Version, Bible, John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Okay. See how powerful the words are. See how powerful the words are. Keeping in biblical format. And that's where I'm led to be today. Genesis 1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And. Now the earth was formless and void and darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the water. The first day, on the first day, God said, hear me clearly, y'all, you hearing me? God said, the spoken word, here we go. God said, let there be light and there was light. And God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from darkness. He called the light day and the darkness he called night. And that was the evening and morning of the first day. The second day, God said, again, hear me, y'all. God said the word. God used the power of the spoken word and said, let there be an expanse between the waters to separate the waters from the waters. So God made the expanse and separated the waters beneath it and from the waters above it. And it was so. And God called that separated expanse the sky. 
And that was the evening. And there was evening and there was morning of the second day. And it goes on. God said, God said, again, the power of the word. God said, let the water under the sky be gathered into one place so that dry land may appear. And so it was. God said, oh, God called the power of the spoken word. God called dry land, earth. And the gathering of the waters, he called the seas. And God said it was good. Also on the third day, God created the vegetation and the seed bearing plants and the fruit. So that each of these things would be reproduced according to its kind. When you look at the Bible and it, and it speaks about creation. And it speaks about creation. It is speaking about the power of your word. And that's what Genesis chapter 1 has always been for me. It's not about the creation for me of light and dark. But it's about the power of the word that made this, that brought it into manifestation. I mean, you can look at John 1. I've already, I already spoke about that a, a little while ago. Hebrews 11 verse 1 through, uh, verse 1 through 3. It's the same thing. Your word is powerful. Your word is powerful. You are the word made flesh. You are the word made flesh. Flesh isn't you. You are the word made flesh, guys. It's so vitally important to understand that everything that you say has an implication and an impact on your life. Your words invoke the universal laws. Your words are your choices. So choose well this day what it is that you are going to say. Think about the next words coming out of your mouth. Correct them if you need to. I was having a conversation with uh, one of my clients. Um, actually, more than a client, to be honest with you. We've been we've been rolling around doing, you know. Look, but anyway, it, it's like, you know, what do I do if I say something wrong? Correct it. Correct it. If you've caught yourself, correct it. Eliminate a block that's going to come up to try to course correct you anyway. You have the power to do this. This is your divine right. This is your, this is your, um, this, this is your spiritual DNA. This is you. You are your words in motion. You are your words made tangible. 
If you want something different in your life, use your words. Use your words. You know, that's that's one of the things that, um, well, at least with generations that are now coming up, I mean, I, I remember the first time I, I heard somebody say to their kid, use your words. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. Use your words. And they're right. Your words will get you what you want. Your words will get you what you want. And your words will get you what you don't want. You already know this, guys. If you take time to sit and reflect, and I'm not talking about commiseration and all of that and all these maudlin thoughts, oh, my life, da-da-da-da. If you take time to sit and reflect, you will see that your words, as you have constructed them, have manifested in your life. They've manifested once again in ways that are pleasurable, ways that make you happy. And they've manifested in ways that have made you very unhappy. I have watched over the years, even with within my own family, I have actually watched the power of people's words I've watched people take those words on board and I've seen people's dreams. They have chosen to allow their dreams to be annihilated. I have watched, and once again, within my own family, so I'm speaking of myself here, this, this is about me and mine, I have watched people choose not to be healthy, within their life based on the misunderstanding that life is happening for them and not to them. Life is all about choices and I have watched people choose anger, resentment, bitterness, twistedness as their modus operatus. And then they're wondering why Their life isn't unfolding the way that it needs to unfold. I've watched these things and more. And then outside of me and mine, I've watched too people who say that they believe, but they don't know what they believe. They just believe what they've been told to believe. And I see their health deteriorating. I see all sorts of things. And I know, and this I know, that our lives aren't meant to be that way. Our lives are not meant to be that way. I have not walked the journey that I walked on. I have not walked that journey To be returned here, to know that our lives are just the sum total of the hardships 
that we seem to think that we, we, we have. Life is good. Life is good. My girlfriend told me the other day, you know, um, that they, they had, they had some damage to, uh, their property in, uh, in New Orleans. You know, they, 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 they go back and forth between a couple of two different states and they have a home in New Orleans. New Orleans and somewhere else and you know she, she was saying to me that um, the roof was damaged and water uh, was definitely flowing in and yada 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 and I was like oh my god you know and she course corrected me which was right and she said well you know it really could have been worse it could have been the whole house and when, when when she said that, my thought was, I, I think I articulated this. I think I said this was that that's true. Because everybody's alive. Everybody's whole. Everybody is actually healthy. No one was hurt. No one was lost. And so the things that have been damaged within reason can be replaced. But all things, all the things that ir- that are irreplaceable, all things that are irreplaceable, especially in that scenario, my, my thought process on this now is all things that are irreplaceable, which are your loved ones, cannot be replaced if they're gone. And for everybody who has bid a painful farewell to a loved one, you know that which I've just spoken of is true. The power of your spoken word will give you what you want. Each letter within the alphabet or each character which depicts a word, wherever you are, whatever you do, if you sign whatever it is that you do, to communicate each each um, vowel, each consonant has a vibration. And when you put it all together, when you put um, a, a, a word together, you use consonants and vowels for the most part. When you put a word together and you unleash it, What you unleash is your power. You didn't come here without without tools. You didn't come here without what you need to support you. You didn't come here with, 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 you came here with everything. The name of the game is to tap into it. So that you can, so that you can consciously direct the flow of energy in the way that you want it to go. So that you are the what and the universal creator known to me as God or whomever your chosen deity is. That which resides within you can be the how life 
life is hmm, a process a beautiful wonderful process that is all about you and yet we all interconnect we all interconnect and that is not that that isn't by accident that is the universal divine plan that is the divine plan of the universe you know you can't make a tapestry with a single thread you cannot make a tapestry with a single thread our lives are interwoven tapestries that create a picture that create a picture of the of the manifestation of God the God within each of us you know you can't have an ocean without millions or billions or gazillion drops of water and yet science will tell you each drop of water is different each drop of water is different like each grain of sand is different like if you if if science and scientists have done this will tell you that snow on any kind of a uh, ski resort or mountain region they will tell you that each snowflake is different we are all different and yet when we come together we are all the same and yet we are uniquely different but as we come together we create this this wonderful harmonious cacophony called life use the power of your spoken word to create the life that you want what is it that you are saying that is not giving you what you want I said in chapter 6 uh, I said chapter 6 I said in <laughs> in episode number 6 in the series the universal laws what you need to know let me ring the bell here I was talking about blocks now one of the things that it's also important to understand that i i didn't address i don't believe i addressed in that particular podcast was that you could have all the money all the money in the world you could be the richest person in the world however that's not your block money's not your block You could be the richest person in the world and be the loneliest person in the world. You could spend whatever religious holidays that are going by yourself. There's nobody to interact with. You're alone. But yet still, you're the richest person in the world in regard to or I'll phrase it this way, you're the wealthiest person in the world. But yet still the loneliest. 
That's a block. Because the name of the game is all areas of your life. All areas of your life should be harmonious. You see, a block may show up for you in an area that you need to, literally an area that you need to address. In an area that you need that you need to, to, to look at. A block may show up for you like that. And it's important to, 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 to understand that you have different areas of your life that are, I was going to say competing for energy, but that's not true. Intuitively, I know that's not true. You have different areas in your life that require equal amount of attention. Requiring equal amount of attention, it, it, it isn't wrong. It's not wrong, guys. It, it's one of those things where it is. You know, you, you have, once, once again, you have all different areas within your life. And not only is it about your life's purpose, and your individuality. It's also about partnerships and love or love and partnerships. And this is about building relationships with yourself and others. Okay. This is about building relationships with self and others. And then you have other things that flow into living. And we talk about health and integration. And this is the way in which you live your life, how you integrate things into your life, how you live your life, a healthy life. And a healthy life isn't only about what you eat. It's about what you think. And it's about what you think about what you think. And then you have self-worth and prosperity. Do you realize that your prosperity your prosperity is predicated, is predicated on how much, how worthy you think you are. This is about, truly about personal enrichment and wealth. And then you have, you'll have your center point, you know, where you, you go to reconnect with self. You go inside. This is where balance is is established. Balance is established as an inner thing within you. This is your center point, your connecting point. And I've spoken about this before in, in life mapping. And this is something um, that, that I do. It's about, you know, life mapping is about making sure that all areas of your life are receiving all the energy, all the vibrational frequency all the specific and correct words that are needed so that you can live the life that you want to live. You know, your center point is truly about maintaining your balance. Now, if you have a, a, a um, 24 foot pole and you need to carry it and it's only you, if you find the center point, you will be able to lift it up and carry it. This is where you need to be. You want to go through life? Balanced? Find your center point. 
You know, part of your life is your, your spirituality and your destiny. And guys, your destiny and your purpose aren't synonymous, okay? Destiny is simply this. You and I both know that we, all of we, the collective we, at some stage we're going to make our transition and die. This is destiny. Destiny for you is too what, 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 how are you going to live your life? Your spiritual life and your destiny talk about your conscious involvement and growth. And that's the conscious involvement and growth from the time of birth to the time of death. You also have for you or for all of us creativity and the birth of new ideas Guys, this is when you consciously implement, when you consciously implement what it is that you are wanting to do in life. Your life's purpose and your individuality really are balanced with creativity and birth giving new ideas. And then of course, you have your intuition and wisdom. Intuition is literally God's way, the universal way, spirit's way, or whomever you choose to call your, 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 your deity. It's your higher self, your inner self. It's that which speaks to you on, an, uh, on a level that it gives information and accurate information at that for sources unknown. Wisdom. Wisdom as well. Being wise. It's about listening and taking the appropriate action. It's by listening to guidance and then taking that action. And then of course you have self-perception and integrity. This is, like self-worth, what you see, what you perceive about yourself to be true. This is how you show up in the world and this is how the world shows up to you. Integrity is about being authentic. Integrity is about showing up authentically. Integrity is about speaking your truth and being your truth and living your truth. And I'm going to say unapologetically. This, what I have just said to you, is called life mapping. Utilize the power of your choice to give energy to every area of your life. When you focus on one area only, everything else is now at a deficit and and um, everything else is at a deficit and subject to be imbalanced. The potential for imbalance is huge. Like I said, you have somebody who is, is wealthy. I mean, they're the wealthiest person, you know, on the face of this earth. But here you have a deficit in in uh, partnerships, love, partnerships and relationships, building relationships and intimate relationships. 
Yeah? The center point is at a deficit. The self-perception is at a deficit. And so is authentic truth. Now, creativity and birth of new ideas might be on par to a degree based on the fact that wealth has been created. But everything else is out of alignment. Even life's purpose and the individuality that you bring. You know, you, you, could, you could create some of the most, hmm, some of the most uh, life-changing things that, okay, we're going to talk cell phone. Okay, so you, you, you created the cell phone. And that's wonderful. That impacted so many people's lives. But some of the energy running underneath that creation, and y'all need to hear me, was really negative. Because the people who have created this are not happy people. And their energy permeates everything that they do. So creation and the manifestation of things that you have isn't only about, and I'm going to go back to money because many people go there. It's not only about money. There's more to your life than just money. If you are buried in a hole with, with gazillions of dollars, but you can't get out, you can't talk to anybody, you can barely get food for self. What good is that money? Guys, your life is about you, your spoken word, and creating choices. Moving, moving forward today, what negative self-talk are you having that is preventing you from mm, preventing you from manifesting demonstrating what it is that you want to have in your life what negative spoken words are you saying to yourself you know things like oh I don't care when in reality you do if you do care that you, you feel that you weren't favored as a child, then own it. Own it. Walk up to it so that you can look at it. Look it in the face and do what you need to do. Don't go through your whole life being angry, cut off and re re resentful. Stop. Because you may, you, you, you don't understand that this too is words that you are using and based on the passion that you feel, based on the desire that you feel, based on the belief that you have of this, it creates your truth and you can only manifest your truth. You too can manifest lies if you actually affirm them enough. But the lies create blocks. Your belief is what is made manifest. Actually, I needed to define that point. So what is it that you truly want? What blocks are showing up in your life? If you've got a health issue, as Florence Scrovel Shin says, it's not 
what's making you ill. It's who is making you ill. Who are you choosing to impact your life negatively? Who are you choosing to allow you to choose to make you impact your life negatively through your thoughts, words, actions and deeds? Choice is king. You are king and queens. You are the creators of your life. And when I say the creators, it starts with you. If you haven't noticed, the universal creator known to me as God, the God that resides within me at any rate, or whomever your chosen deity is, will not make a move unless you make a move. Why? Because you have to answer for this life and I'm not talking about brimstone and fire answer I'm talking about you have to answer for what you have done here in life for what you have chosen to do the good the bad the ugly the happy the sad all of it life is all about your 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 spoken word and the choices that you make guys this was only going to be like 15 minutes because I wanted this as a a little adjunct um, to episode six of the laws of attraction, Uh, sorry, the universal laws and what you need to know. But it's been nearly an hour. And as always, guys, I'm going to wrap it up because I can just keep going like a little wind-up toy. Um, I'm going to wrap it up. I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has given you more clarity and if it hasn't i'm hoping that it's given you something to think about so on that note guys um i'm out god bless you guys peace